0: Rossi & Co. At the click of a mouse. The best bits of
1: breakfast. Radio City 96.7. Well, hello again and welcome to another Radio City breakfast show with Rossi & Co. podcasts. And in the podcast this week is just anything, really. We've actually not planned this podcast, have we? No. (laughs) There's been no preparation or anything gone into this. Uh, I think uh, one of the things we could do was take a look at the two guys who battled it out for the backstage passes. What about to meet and greet the X Factor finalists? The X Factor extravaganza final on The Breakfast Show. What about that? Yeah, we could put that in there. Can you put that in? I will do. Chop it in at this point right now. (laughs)
0: City, Radio
1: City Right, okay, it is our X Factor extravaganza and uh, our two finalists of course, uh, firstly from Hunts Cross Good Morning Phil Rowlands Morning Wasila. How are you my friend? I'm good after that win yesterday. Was a very, very exciting win. It was good to see six points between both our premiership sides over the weekend. And uh, and well done to Derek Coutt for scoring that uh, that hat trick which was superb. And playing in your opposite corner this morning on the X Factor Extravaganza, it's Paul Fairclough from Griesby. Good morning, Paul.
0: Good
1: morning, Rossi. Top of the morning to you as top, well. Top of the morning and the rest of the day to yourself. So what we'll do here is we'll play this X Factor extravaganza uh, and instead of picking where you live, a little bit like the Village Idiot, you can pick uh, you can pick X contestants from the X Factor. So Phil first, who would you like to be? Um, Matt
0: Cardell.
1: OK, so as soon as you think you know an answer, just shout out Matt and we'll come to you. Don't shout the answer out, just shout out Matt will come to you. And Paul, who will you be?
0: I'll be Rebecca Ferguson. Okay, likewise
1: for you, as soon as you think you know an answer, Charlotte. Rebecca! And we'll come to you. Are you both ready? Yep, yes, I see Yeah, let's get it on. Here we go then. Okay, question number one which former Brookside star and dancing on ice. Rebecca. It's Ray Quinn. You reckon it's Ray Quinn? Actually, you're right. I'd I'd go along with that. Yeah, I'd go along with that. Well done. It is Ray Quinn. (laughs) Get in there. That's that's Paul, aka Rebecca. Question number two: Four lads from Liverpool made the final stages of the X Factor in 2006. But what? Matt Eaton Road. Actually, you're right. I'd I'd go along with that. Well done. (laughs) Get in there. One apiece. Question number three: Who won last year's X Factor final? Matt. Um, Joe McCaldry. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no! Right, I'll pass it over to you, uh, Paul. So, it Joe McCaldry. You just said no, what's wrong with you? Last year it was Matt Cardle uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> death, it? Oh my god! <laughs> so, okay, I still want a piece, don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four Who presented The X Factor Before Dermot O'Leary Who'd... Matt Yep um, Was it KP Thornton Actually you're right I'd, I'd go along with that Well done Phil You take the lead uh, 2 1 Question Number five Phil if you get this right By the way You win the right Is that right yeah You win yep. the right To go and see uh, The X Factor contestants Backstage on Wednesday so to both of you, Liverpool's Rebecca Ferguson came second on last year's X Factor, but who did she duet with in the final? Shall will give a clue. She is beautiful, but words won't bring her down. D- yeah. Um, Mariah Carey? Incorrect answer. Give us a uh, give us an answer. Christine Aguilera. Ag- Aguilera. Is this uh, is this Rebecca? Yeah. Yeah, there's Rebecca. To take yeah. it even. Actually, you're right. I'd, I'd go along with that. Okay. Two all. Two all. Here's the final decider. You okay? Right no. with both to with both of you. Before the X Factor, Simon Cowell was a judge on which talent? Matt. Matt. Rebecca. Matt. Matt. And um, pop idol. Pop idol actually you're right I'd go along with that oh bad luck Paul very very closely fought out there but uh, you know what you've done well you're going on Wednesday night Paul to see the show anyway okay then fella that's all right, great. Thanks for Have lovely. a good day today. Nice one, nice speaking to you. Phil Rollins from Hunts Cross, aka Matt Cardle. You've not only won the tickets, but you will go backstage and meet all the finalists, including Matt hey. and Rebecca Ferguson, and of That's course on. your favourite. Wagner. Wagner.
0: <laughs> Phil, we're gonna give you a microphone. We want you to get an his right Rossi Laroff,
1: Wagner. All right, yeah. Can okay. you do? Can you do that? Yeah. Um, we'll do. No worries. And don't I'm you be putting on a Wagner voice and doing the voice yourself, <laughs> you little rascal. <laughs> well done, congratulations! You're another winner with the Radio City Breakfast Show, Phil Rowlands from Hunts Cross. Yay! Well in, Yay! get in there, Phil, lads. Enjoy the show Wednesday night, Radio City 96.7.
0: Waking you up on weekdays.
1: Radio City Breakfast.
0: With Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. Very
1: good, very good. Well done. Well done, Phil. Well done, Ooh. Phil. Well I wonder done. how he'll get on. Uh, he, will he be going weak at the knees when he bumps into uh, the likes of... Uh, Oh, you oh, and is Wagner, Wagner? You know what? You ah. really, you really did my Sweden last week. Why? It was like the, there was only one X Factor finalist. It was Wagner. This <laughs> Wagner. That, Wagner's Wagner. Wagner's in Wagner. Liverpool as we speak. It's amazing. Big deal. I where he is? I don't give a monkey's. Think, like, where I he always is. think this, right? If you yeah. Just go like that and yeah. be like,
0: if you had like a little radar, then do you know what I mean? He's right there somewhere. Yes, it sounded Wagner. more like a lightsaber I from think the Star that, Wars. As an, as tower, like, and you're looking out, and like, yeah. one of your mates lives in the Swan, or something. You're looking in that direction, and you can think. Yeah, Day but if stay, you are thinking no, that about, busy. like,
2: Beyoncé or someone, but it's
0: Wagner, Oh, eh? no,
1: it's cool.
0: Wagner's a legend.
1: Listen, it's all falling apart at the seams, but not quite in the same way as The Village Idiot did last Friday. Here's a round of The Village Idiot. We're playing this at 8.35 every morning on the Radio City Breakfast Show. It's the one and only quiz where the loser stays on and uh, the winner gets the prize. Uh, get a load of this. Sometimes the wrong answers just way outdo the correct answers. Show the world you're not a winner and play The Village Idiot. Okay, uh, back for day number two t- t- Hello? Yes, how oh, oh, he is. Back for day number two today. Liam Johnson from Kirby. Good morning, Liam. Morning. Where are you, Liam? I'm just in um, Rail. Oh, Take right, a okay. Minute. Okay, you okay, yeah? Me? Yeah. Oh, sounds good. All right. Okay, that's good to know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you sound a bit out of sorts. I've got to say to you, Liam, you just sound—you didn't sound as lively as you did yesterday. Because my phone died. I know. Being into all the shops, trying to oh. get a phone charger. Oh, <laughs> it does. Listen, you know what? You're here now, so uh, let's see if you can win today and lose that title of village idiot. Hopefully. But there's someone standing in your opposite corner this morning who uh, wants to prevent that. Do tell us all about Andrea Harkin, please.
2: Andrea went to Broughton Hall, and she got just twelve GCSEs. Oh, just twelve. Old. She now, try harder. Yeah. She now works in an admin and she can't choose between a specialised subject. It's either soaps or shopping.
1: Soaps or shopping. OK. Good morning, Andrea. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Oh. <laughs> you sound like a jolly so-and-so. I from... just come back Monday? <laughs> <laughs> my, my boss will kill me. She's been trying to get on. Rossi, but he just can't get on. So she's going to kill me for getting on. All right. Well, listen, it's uh, winning a family pass to Footloose, which touches down at the Empire next week. This is this fabulous 80s feel-good show from Broadway to the London. London's West End, now in Liverpool City Centre. Woo-hoo. Woohoo! Andrea, you're from Highton, so uh, if you think you know an answer, shout-out Highton. Liam Johnson, what do you shout-out? I'm not sure of <laughs> <laughs> Liam Johnson, what do you shout-out? Idiot. Yes. The village idiot. <laughs> ah, right then, question number one. What country does Parmesan cheese originate India? from? Yes. Italy. Yep, well, hey, I see. Well you done. see, you see, big John O'lad, Right there. <laughs> Question number two. Uh, in soaps, what is Phil and Grant Mitchell's sister called? idiot I, I, Idiots. Sam. No. Idiots. Wow. Oh, he's doing good. My oh, God, oh my I tell, you, I tell <laughs> you what, well, yes. I'm flabbergasted. Question number three. Listen to this one. Prince and Spandau Ballet both had hits singing about which precious metal? Idiot. Idiot. Gold. Come on. Wow. Oh, wow. Andrea. I know. One four for 12 GCSEs. Ah, dearie me. This is a who am I question. Please listen carefully. Question number four. Who am I? I am now a retired cricket player. I'm no- yeah. Andrew Flintoff. Are you serious? I'm just saying. Oh, are you? Oh. Oh. Are you? Oh. That could have been anybody it I know, have. but i watch his programme every week It's brilliant, isn't it? I'm now a retired cricket player I'm uh, no, I am now a TV personality I beg oh, no, no. My first name is Andrew, but yeah. I'm generally not known oh, by that why I why do why sound you? like it could be related to Freddie Flintoff One. Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, well done. You've won a family pass to go to Footloose. Oh, thank God. And you've lost the title of the Village Idiot. Oh, oh. good stuff. Right, have a good weekend, Liam, and Can thanks. I say a big hello to the, the best radio station in the world? Yes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> it is right, thank you very line. much. It's right, John Ola. Nice one. Liam Johnson... Do I go now or stay on the phone? Ah, you can do whatever you want. We'll call you back in a mo. My phone's dead. We'll call you back in the number you've just given us. Oh, don't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this is well, a f- work phone. to not this right, bus. Hold on then. Right, hold on to your horses. God almighty. Oh, Andrea? I will be on this number
0: on Monday. I'll be on the oh, menu. Oh, will you
1: hold on as well. Everybody <laughs> <just> hold
0: on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, <laughs> 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 everybody. <straight> 30. Uh, <laughs> no <brokering laughs> co. On radio city, you Seven. <laughs>
0: Radio City Breakfast with Russian.
1: Tell Pam. us about Adam, big brave Adam. What what is his phobia? If you hold a Piece of butter bread or food, Well, is it the bread or the butter? Yeah, the butter. He said he had a phobia of the uh, uncle butter when he was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Radio City
0: Breakfast with Rossi and Co. Back in the morning when you wake
1: up. Radio City 96.7. Radio City Breakfast, this is a podcast with me, Rossi, and the Co. Jay is the executive producer. How Howdy. And Claire's just there just to look pretty and yeah. pink.
2: Oh, well, that's quite nice. I you not
1: do that right Will you look you? pink? Oh, uh,
0: you're
1: <laughs> so mean. Uh, do you do you, know what, do you know what I really enjoyed last year uh, last week I beg your pardon, last year uh, last week was uh, in the build up to the X Factor final uh, we sent uh, a, an X man out marked with an X and you had to find the X man where X marked the spot so to speak. We gave cryptic clues and uh, we got you guys to uh, sing the cryptic clues in the <laughs> style of finalists or people who've appeared on the X Factor uh, this was one of my favourites, this was you guys being Diva Fever get a load of this.
2: Radio-
0: City breakfast
1: Radio City (coughs) 96.7 Okay, right there. X marks the spot. It's your final chance to go and find our X-Man, if you can find him through this mist and fog. This could win you a pair of tickets to go and see the X-Factor live at the world famous Echo Arena next week. Also, if you're a winner, you could get yourself into a little competition, which will do the final on Monday, and uh, your chance to win a meet and greet with Rebecca, One Direction, Wagner, all the boys, all the girls from the finals, Cher, the Chav. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so the guys from The Co are going to sing you the clue, but they're going to do it in the style of someone who's been famous on The X Factor. You've got to yeah. guess. Load it in. Here you we go. It's in. You'll never guess. It's not. Oh, it is in. It's just coming. Right. Here's the clue as sung by the both of you. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, listen.
0: Today you will find our X-Man. He's next to a cross in that stand. The first one to go and find him.
2: We'll get a chance to win. Hey, you just sung my line. No, I didn't. You did a cross in that stem. Give me
1: the shotgun. Why are you butching it up? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, oh, who do you think it is? Well, it's it's definitely diva fever. Oh, definitely. Cannot Yay. mistake a diva fever. Okay, <laughs> today you will find our X man. He's next to him across in Neston. The first one to go and find him will get the chance to win. <laughs> There so you will find our x man He's next
0: to a cross in that stand The first one to go and find him
2: We'll get a chance to win Hey, you just sung my line? No, I didn't You did a call you out know, to the minute oh. Give me the mic, shot.
1: get off <laughs> Got to say, you do sound like your average Barbara Streisand fan there, Chair's got to be set. <laughs> be <a billion. laughs> Radio City, breakfast with Why Rossi, a diva I fever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, <there>. <laughs> <laughs> right the X-Man. Good morning,
0: X-Man. It's right, rossi He's all
1: diva fevered up. Uh, good morning, X-Man, of course. Uh, today you will find our X-Man. He is next to a cross in Neston. The first one to go and find him will get a chance to wear <laughs> him. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been tracked down and found then, X-Man. I have been struck down and been found by a Jane Mills from Nestle herself. Okay. And yes, here she is. All right. Good morning, Jane Mills. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, thank
0: you. A bit
1: cold. I bet your stare is unbelievably cold. I couldn't believe I had to defrost my windows this morning in the car. So uh, you've got yourself guaranteed, you've got yourself a pair of tickets for next Wednesday at the Echo Arena. So you're That's going great. there. Are you free tomorrow morning to partake on our X Factor extravaganza? Yes. Yeah. Well, that was good. I'm glad you said yes, because uh, basically we could give you the chance if you win and then win through to the final on Monday morning, you could meet and greet all the finalists from the X Factor 2010. Okay. That, "Oh, Try not to get too excited about it, Jane. Really contain yourself, dear. Okay, so uh, we will sort that out and we'll speak to you tomorrow morning in the show. Are you off to work now. What are you doing right now?
0: Um, I work in Fazakli
1: Hospital. All oh, right, so you got to get across then to Fazakli. Yeah. All right, we'll have a nice, safe journey across. I know it's Thanks not great di- driving conditions. Oh, thank you very much. See you later, Jane. Thank you. Bye bye, love. Bye bye. Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Kai. Apparently, yeah. there's a certain meat that has come into the country that people are selling in backstreet restaurants. Go on then. Chimpanzee meat. Oh. oh. Could you imagine eating a chimp and it was too hot and you put it in your mouth you go. <laughs> <laughs> you know. City ninety six point seven. Oh, nice! <laughs> very, very nice. I've never heard you sound so butch, Jay. <laughs> Quite frankly, uh, but speaking of all things butch, uh, we sent Simo out to meet the Chippendales last week. Mm. Jay accidentally and purpose left the little recording machine on record all the time, and here is one of my favourite comments. This is almost like a an Andy Gray Richard Keys moment where she clocks one of the guys that's in the Chippendales, and makes a comment about a certain part of his anatomy? Mm. And it wasn't his great big long nose. It wasn't. No, oh, I hate it wasn't too. his long dangly hair. It wasn't his long little toe. It, no, Jay, it wasn't his long <laughs> little toe. His <It> <laughs> long big toe, even. Sorry, yeah, that's good. Uh, that's another Jayism. Uh, don't you dare at this side, by the way. Don't dare edit it out. I've got the power. Yeah, you've yeah. got the power. I've got the power. You'll feel my power on your ear hole if I listen to this later on in the week and it's, it, you've chopped that little bit of... You, you
0: wouldn't know how to download this, mate, so Don't worry. <laughs> Have i
1: Have a listen to Simo? She would know how to download this.
2: <laughs> oh, God, I can't do it. I can't do this interview. Have you see the size of his... <laughs> it's huge!
1: <laughs> well, this is how the interview went when she wasn't talking about the... Rep- Appendages. <laughs> appendages. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: been given the best surprise ever ever by my two co-workers and of course lovely Rossi and Jay and I am here with the Chippendales oh my god this is just absolutely fantastic so I'm here with
3: I'm David Abrams
2: you're David and you are
3: I'm Nate Estamata
2: Oh, my goodness me. This is just fantastic in itself. Now, I would imagine at some point in the years of the Chippendales and the years you've been dancing for them, you've had some scary moments. We've had
3: some scary moments, yeah.
2: What's been your scariest by what women have done?
3: Uh, you know, the, the women, they're, they're kind of crazy anyways when they see us. They, they kind of come out of their shell, out of their bubble, and they become, you know, someone they may, may not expect to be. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they, the funniest thing for me and the scariest was one night we had an after-party. And um, we went back to our rooms, it was done, and I hear a knock on my window. These girls had climbed the fire escape to get into our, into our room that night. And I, <laughs> I opened the curtain and they're like,
1: hey, Chippendales,
3: and, and I'm like, oh my God. So I went, <laughs> <laughs> locked the window. And call security. well, so, oh. but,
2: oh, but you see, that was the worst part when you said you called security. I was thinking it was quite a good plan to then.
3: <laughs> no, that's a little bit too psycho for me. <laughs> Unless you're invited in my room, you're not coming through the window.
2: Ah, oh, that's what we've got to work on. What about you? What's been your? What's been the like most bizarre thing that's ever been thrown at you?
3: Bizarre thing? <laughs> <laughs> there's actually been some very huge and very strange ones thrown on stage. I, my my career with Chip hasn't been as extensive as Dave's, so. That that pretty much is it. it. Covers that.
2: Oh, so have you? Are you both trained dancers? Have you both danced before, or is this something? Do you do a lot of dance, high energetic routines, or are we just getting your kit off? <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, we've we've all had a little bit of dance experience in the past. I was a, a break dancer when I was shorter, um, but you know, coming into Chippendales, it's a little bit yeah. different because we have to learn eight counts. So it's um, yeah. and and a lot of choreography, which I had never never done before. So it was it was all new to me six years ago and I actually had to audition three times over a two-year period before I was able to get in the show.
2: So when you say about the audition you have to audition, is it auditioning on your stripping abilities or um, what happens when you strip off? <laughs> was that a bad question? <laughs> no,
0: um,
3: actually uh, it is very uh, involved with the eight counts, so you, you learn a number that is uh, basically our opening number, at least for me at least, they had me learn a couple of eight counts of that and going off of that seeing how well we dance and how well we pick up the choreography
2: so what's new in this show that we've got to look forward to on Friday
3: we've got a couple new acts uh, that you didn't see last time we were here and we also have a live band that we're putting in the show now Um, actually, we've had the live band for four years on the European tour and now we're able to bring it to the UK so I play drums uh, in the band and we play four songs normally might be just two songs this time but we play four songs normally so right in the middle the curtains open, and we're gonna rock the girls.
2: <laughs> so dare I ask, what is the highlight of the evening? I really don't need to ask that question, but <laughs>
3: <I> <laughs> like the evening depends on you know the pers- the perspective of who's watching. But uh, the whole thing is just a great show. Got a lot of energy. It's so much fun. And uh, if you haven't seen it before, you're in for something you've never really seen. You know.
2: <laughs> and have either of you been to Liverpool before? Is this your first time here, or
3: this is my first time ever in the UK? So I'm excited, oh, and my, my oh. roots are from the UK. So. Um, wow. I've been to 44 countries, but never England, Ireland, or Scotland. So this is exciting. You
2: see, you don't know what's hit you now. Liverpool girls are going to hit you, do you? I, know, you? I know. Have Liverpool, you met many? Uh,
3: I met a f- couple at McDonald's. I met a couple at a shoe <laughs> store. I met a couple at the hotel elevator yesterday. <laughs> do
2: you find that just wherever you go, you just, I mean, I, I asked you the minute I walked in, I said, oh, dear, we can't see you much. You said, do you just find people like demand you to take your clothes off wherever you go? <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: and we do.
0: Oh, oh, <laughs> take your clothes off now!
2: <laughs> Oh, no, it's been Just absolutely kidding. great. Oh, no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> it really, really has been great. Everyone's really looking forward to the show on Friday. It's been fantastic. This is like my dream role. I oh, know we've only got a short time but I want to spend the whole day here. Are you coming to the show? Oh, I will be now.
3: Good, I'll see you on stage.
2: <laughs> oh, my God, yeah, you <laughs> certainly will. You'll see me, like, my pants flying past your head.
3: Oh, <laughs> right your name. Make sure we know it's you. Oh, right, I will do it. They're like, right, we'll pull
2: those ones in the bin. Oh, <laughs> <your phone> <laughs> oh at least I think I've pulled. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Radio City
0: Breakfast
2: Radio City
1: 96.7 Well, the Chippendales got on well with you.
2: Well, they did. They were very lucky boys, really, weren't they, to get me sent down to them? They yeah.
1: loved you. You Aww. know what? You came back with a great big smile on your face and your hair looked very like Cameron Diaz's hair did in <laughs> Something About Mary when she opened the door. <laughs> It was spiked up all over the place. <laughs> Tell you what, I didn't I didn't know whether it was Claire Simmonson or Rod Stewart. <laughs> it was You were well and truly jellified by the Chippendales.
2: Definitely.
1: <laughs> Here is a lesson in case you don't know what your left from your right. This is how Jay, at the age of 15 years of age, managed to learn the difference between his left and his right. Take it away, Jay. Good
0: morning. This is Radio City Breakfast. With
1: Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. <laughs> tell, uh, tell us about how you learnt uh, to tell your left from your right, Jay. No, we were just talking off yeah. air about the right and left thing. Yeah.
0: And I knew because when I was 15, I broke me wrist. Yeah. <laughs> and right. so then after that, I knew because
1: it was me right wrist. Yes. Which was right and which it just makes it easier, doesn't uh, it? But I think that's really good. Want to <laughs> learn the difference me. between your left and right at 15. No, I already knew, but it just helped. <laughs> I, I think
0: that's a really so what good what you're saying thing. is you break your arm or
2: your
1: leg no, and then you're there? No, obviously done. not, but it was just... I you think, brought, you I thought think. that was that clever thing and I have like, broken <laughs> What is clever about learning to tell how you're, you're left from your right at 15?
0: <laughs> no, I obviously knew it before, but it just helped me along the process of, you know, quicker.
2: <laughs> I'm surprised you actually remembered which one it was that you'd broken Well, it. no, because
0: I broke my foot as well. <laughs> I bought his foot about five years later. Which one was it? Right. right so that's the
1: both broken bones are on the right side of my body,
0: so that's how I work it out. <laughs> what well, have you broken bones of different sizes?
1: Oh, gee. i would be he up the just, wall. Eh? Just end up walking around in circles.
0: <laughs> that's <on down> here. <laughs> Radio City Breakfast with Rossi and Carl. Uh,
1: a celebrity who reckons she needs a boob job. Oh, oh. After having so many kids, she says, now touch her knees. Oh, it's oh. a story about Claire then. Oh, oh. I said knees, not ankles.
0: When you wake up,
1: Radio City 96.7. We do have a laugh in the breakfast show. <laughs> Radio City 96.7. Look. I
0: had a really good point. I wasn't trying to... When I was 15, I obviously knew me left and right. Stop. But then when Steph, I broke no, my wrist, no, no, it made things no. easier for like me.
1: You tried to make it sound like it was a clever thing to learn. you your left from your right when you're 15 via having a broken... No, I was saying it's really good. Which arm did you break? Your left or your right? I broke my scaphoid there. You, which hand? That one. The right hand? Me right, yeah. Right hand. <laughs> But you've got a tattoo on your right arm now, but sadly you've got one on your left. Yeah, doesn't help matters, no, well, does I've it? well, I've got a cross on my right and a, and a star on the left. Oh, yeah. That makes it easy as out. well. Well, you say you've got a star. It looks like Patrick from uh, SpongeBob SquarePants, doesn't it's it? It's a star. That looks slightly like, a star. It just looks like Patrick from SpongeBob SquarePants. Right then. <laughs> well done, Jay. So, uh, not on the left, not on the right, but in the groove. This is Jay, <laughs> uh, who always, always ends up in the toilet cubicle next to me at about 20 to 6 in the morning. This gets on my bloomin' noggin, this does. Uh, this is me and Jay having a conversation uh, about deep-sea scuba divers. <laughs> <laughs> you do. Is that you, Jay? It certainly is. Why is it every time I go to the loo before the show, you've got to use the cubicle next to me? Well, it's not my fault if I need the loo, is it? No, no. You are right, yeah?
0: Yeah, good. Did you sleep last night? I, do you know what, mate? I just didn't sleep at all last night.
1: I slept all right, I, but you know the way sometimes you get... Uh, you know the way you get things in your head? And I was just... I got to think about something. I'll talk about it a little bit later on the show. Do you want to know what I was thinking? Go on. Well, do you know scuba divers, Jay? Yeah. Well, you know scuba divers, I can't work out why. Scuba divers, right, if you ever watch scuba divers, uh, they always fall back into the sea. Yeah. You ever wonder why they fall back into the sea? It's obvious, isn't it? you dope. Well, well, what, why do they fall backwards then, into the sea? Well, if they fell forward, they'd still be in the boat. <laughs> Are you serious? Of course they would. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my what God! Are you at? I'm just laughing at you. Oh, you never cease to make me laugh. Shut up and get the kettle on. Wash your hands. Radio
0: City <laughs> Breakfast with
1: Rossi and Co. Radio City 96.7. You did have a valid point, though, Jamie. But... It was a very good point. Yeah, it was a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Stop following in the
1: toilet now. No, I've <laughs> fallen in the toilet. nearly fell down the morning. toilet laughing at him when he came out with it. <laughs> Radio City 96.7. It is the podcast, the very best of the Radio City Breakfast Show with me, Rossi, and the co. Uh, as always, we've got to say hi to the guys who download us in uh, Hong Kong. Yeah, yeah. Hey. Nehoma, Nehoma, ne-ho-ma. Mr. Anthony Oliver, look oh. forward to seeing you on the 20th of July. Yes. Anywhere in the world that you download us. Yeah, anywhere. I know a mate of mine downloads it in Australia. Mm. Mr Mike Hammond, good morning. Fair dinkum Mike, good day Mike. Uh, right then, here's some of the very best of the true stories. And we'll start off with a true story about our very own Claire Simonson and four little chimpanzees. <laughs> Didn't we talk about chimpanzees last week? We did about the uh, backstreet cafes are using chimpanzee meat on the menus. We did. Can you imagine eating a stew made out of monkeys? And it was a little bit too hot, and you put the monkey stew in your mouth. and You went, "Oh, ah, ah, oh ah. it's almost like a monkey's revenge." Well, here is the very best of the true stories we do these weekday mornings at six thirty-five.
0: Waking you up on weekdays. I get set for operation morale improvement.
1: Radio City breakfast with Rossi and Co.
0: Radio City ninety-six point
1: seven. So anyway, do you want a true story? Oh yes. Okay, there was a blonde called Claire, and she was on the M one about an hour and a half away from uh, from Liverpool when she saw. A, a bloke flagging her down uh, beside a big bro- broken-down truck. Uh, she uh, pulled up, and the man walked over to uh, Simo- i mean Claire's car—and said, uh, "Are you going anywhere near Chester?" And she said, "Well, I, I can. I-, I can. Do you need a lift?" I uh, said, it was not for me. I've got to spend the next three or four hours here fixing my truck. It's in a bad situation. Uh, problem is, I've got four chimpanzees uh, in the back of the truck, and uh, I-, I need them taken to Chester Zoo. They're all a little bit stressed with breaking down. So, uh, I don't want them on the road all day. Could you possibly take them to the zoo for me? I'll give you £200 for your trouble. So Simo thought, how exciting. Oh, oh, Four chimpanzees, yes. And they're happy too, she said with a smile on her face. So she gets the uh, chimpanzees into a car and she gets them all uh, strapped in and everything else. And, uh, and off she set at 400 miles an hour. You know what she's like. <laughs> uh, so uh, off she went towards uh, Chester Zoo. But five hours later, the truck driver is driving through the heart of Chester. Suddenly, he was horrified. There was Simmo walking down the main street in Chester, holding hands with all four chimps, much to the amusement of a big crowd of passerbys on the street. He screeched on the brakes. He pulled up. He ran over to Claire. He said, what the hell are you doing? What are you doing? So said, I'll give you 200 quid to take these chimpanzees to the zoo. She said, yes, I know, said Simo but we had some money left over, so now I'm taking them to the Blue Planet Aquarium. <laughs> Anyway, do you want something that is true, like a true street check? i love, a real true you like a real true Yeah, real one. Well, can we have one about a scouse budgie? What about a naked scouse budgie? Definitely. Right, it wouldn't be
2: true if it wasn't for that.
1: What about a naked scouse budgie that's really hard? Oh, yeah. Do you want that? Yeah, yeah. you right on, with that? yeah. Is that okay, if, you know, quality Yeah, control? that's fine, that Is that fine? Is ta- yeah, that as long as it's your box? Budgie. Yeah, as long right. as it's
2: budgie, as long as it's naked, we're fine. Okay,
1: and hard. And scouts And And scouse. Blue or yellow budgie? (laughs) A man buys a budgie, and he takes it home, and this budgie started talking, but it would always say the same thing. It would say, I'm a budgie, I'm scouse, and I'm dead hard. Now, the the guy laughed at this at first, but 24-7, it became really, really annoying. So after about a week, the man is fed up with this budgie. I'm a budgie, I'm scouse, and I'm dead hard. So what he does, he thinks, well, you think you're hard, son. So he goes out to the pet shop, and he buys a kestrel. And he puts a kestrel into the budgie cage with the budgie and goes to bed. The next morning he wakes up and he comes down and uh, <laughs> the poor kestrel, God bless him, is lying dead at the bottom of the cage. Feathers all over the place. Kestrel feathers. And uh, the budgie looks at his owner and says, I'm a budgie, I'm scouse and I'm dead out." So, with the owner of the budgie got a little bit frustrated. So the next day he goes out and he buys a buzzard, which is even bigger than a kestrel—bigger mm-hmm. beaks, bigger talons, the lot. So he thinks, "Well, you might be hard, but you're not going to take on a buzzard. No way, Jose." So he puts the buzzard in with the uh, in the budgie cage, and he uh, goes off to bed. Comes down the next morning. You never believe. You'll never believe what happened. Go on. You never believe what happened. There was a bird lying dead at the bottom of the cage. It wasn't the budgie <gasps> buzzard? Buzzard feathers all over the floor. Oh, God absolutely God. He's annihilated. Solid, this budgie. Well, he's this budgie. He's scousing. He's hard, he's unless we solid, not forget. Yeah. So, he says, I don't know what to do. He said, you know, you know it's not like I can put, like, a, an ostrich in there. He says, I know what I'll do. I'll go and get a big golden eagle. Now, the golden eagles are the king of birds of prey. Do you know what I mean? They, could, they can pick up a sheep, a golden eagle can. Yeah. yeah, they're big, and they are hard. So, he gets the golden eagle and he puts it into the cage alongside this scouse hard budgie and uh, he goes off to bed the next morning he comes down and there's something not not 100% right sure enough the eagle is dead at the bottom of the cage the eagle is dead but the budgie, the budgie's left there with no feathers there's not a single feather on the budgie and the budgie looks up at the owner and says, my God, that was a tough one. I had to take my jacket off to fight him.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, right, well, listen to this. This is about a mum. And, uh, you know, mums are like they're tidy and clean after the kids and stuff like that. Uh, a mum was cleaning out her teenage son's bedroom. And she was tidying up some old clothes. You know, they fall down the back of the wardrobe, yeah. as they do, and they start to gather up. And, you know, as a kid, a teenage kid, you don't bother pulling them out and tidying. them. And as she was tidying some stuff, uh, she came across like a hold-all bag. On opening it she discovered to her shock and horror that there was loads of bondage and s&m gear in in this bag. Oh. There was all sorts of straps and whips and all sorts of things, leather things. So she rushed downstairs in total shock and panic and told her husband and said to her husband, you know, asked his advice, almost like one of our dilemmas the city surgery she said, I'll be she said, how on earth am I going to deal with this? What should I do? The hobby thought, bit a little bit bemused look on his face, and he thought for a bit, before saying to the wife, I'm not sure what you do, but whatever you do, don't spank him. <laughs>
0: waking you up on
1: weekdays Radio City Breakfast
0: with Rossi and Co Radio
1: City 96.7 Ah, true stories extraordinaire. 6.35 we do those weekday mornings Village at 8.35 and Cheese on Toast at 7.15 there's loads going on in this show loads now thank you very much for taking time out to download the podcast once again I very much appreciate it thank you very much to Jay Hine for reproducing this thank you very much to you for
0: presenting it
1: and uh, what can I say about Claire Simmonson?
0: I tried to think mediocre
1: <laughs> 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 Don't forget, you can catch us weekday mornings between 6 o'clock and 10 on Radio City 96.7 FM, on uh, DAP Digital Radio on the worldwide Wide Web, RadioCity.co.uk, or your iPhone Doodle app. <laughs> Ciao, baby. Ciao, baby. Rossi and Co. At the click of a mouse.
0: The best bits you might have missed. Updated weekly and available via RadioCity.co.uk or iTunes.